Don't hate on Michael Myers, Minky. Do the music. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Um, so guess what we're doing today, guys, on Halloween. It's happy Halloween time. Um, 2018. 175 million in the box. In the box office. In the, I mean, in the pocket. In the box. <laughs> yeah, it's in the box. Um, what's in the box? <laughs> Okay, so this is this Halloween, guys, and there is a movie literally called Halloween out right now at the movie theater, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell you the truth. I have not seen you, it yet. Yeah, you, yeah, you didn't you couldn't find the time. I did not have the time. But Minky saw it and he's gonna, I did. He's gonna talk about it. I'm just gonna add I'm just gonna talk brief about it. I'm not gonna go into too many details. I'll tell yeah, you what I new, thought about right? it. Yeah. Face your fate is what the movie is called. Face your oh, fate. Yeah, that's like the slogan for the movie. Oh, I see that on the poster now. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, yeah. So the only thing that I can contribute is the fact that I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it, yeah, like you said, it's made one hundred and seventy-two million dollars worldwide already. What in the fuck? It's the highest-grossing film in the people franchise. Are lemmings, lemmings. But you know what, though, Minky, does it not make you at least? at all excited to know look what are we here for we're here to spread the word about horror movies and that they can be really good films much to other people's you know uh disagreement back in the day and now more and more people are going to see horror movies that's a good thing right or would you say no i'd rather have them see movies like hereditary yeah of course than trash like halloween <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's let's not call it. There's no way it's trash. There is no way that this movie's trash. Look, it's gonna be hard for me to. I am. I've I, seen it, but anyone who who listened to our podcast yeah, know that I have a I have a I have a I have a bias against slashers. So but do, do me this favor. It, ha- do it happens to be one of the most popular American horror genres just in america you don't think it's worldwide i think it's pretty popular worldwide right well i think because of of the american horror films that we like jason Mm -hmm. uh, freddy halloween and all those other slasher flicks Mm -hmm. is what i'm saying like american slasher sure sure i wonder what other you you bring up a good point though i wonder what other countries find this movie uh super popular um so here's here's what i ask you to do on this Mm -hmm. one just because Mm -hmm. it's halloween and and while your while your view of slasher films is one hundred percent important to me, for today for the for the uh, what am I trying to say for today's <laughs> I don't know. for the excitement over the the holiday of today, suspend your hatred of slashers and tell us what's good about the film. And oh, so not what what's what I don't like about it, just what I like about no, it. No, no, no. You it's can, gonna be a really short episode. You can. Yeah. <laughs> And we're off. <laughs> like, you know, for t- okay, so d- how about this? What, tell it through the lens of, like, n- not hating a slasher film, right? Like, okay, this is a movie f- on Halloween, and we have it on our number one spot of this list to sure. say, so I know go you see it, I'm just, right? I was just, yeah, yeah. I know. So, I mean, and then I don't even have to tell, I don't even have to tell anyone to go see it. Apparently, everybody fucking went to see this movie. <laughs> like, like, everyone, except, <laughs> except <me>. you. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's so funny. And, and, and that's only one of the reasons I went to see it because there was obviously a lot of buzz surrounding sure. this movie even yeah. before the movie hit had a movie had released. Yeah. So there was a clear buzz, and I'm not sure if that was this was strategic in Bloomhouse's, you know, way of uh, uh, um, marketing the movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, Bloomhouse, you know, obviously have you know, um, funded a lot of good horror films like Get Out. Well, it's kind of whatever. That's half horror films, but and other horror films as well, indie horror films. So they put uh, uh, produce this movie, and it's written by. Uh, Danny McBride and one of his best friends, I think they're really good friends, David Gordon Green. And it was, in fact, directed by David Gordon Green. And he's also done Vice Principals with uh, Danny McBride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, And some other, uh, I think that he did another movie as well, like a comedy movie. Hold on. You're telling me that Danny McBride wrote this film? Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. With David Gordon Green. Okay, yeah. I did not. I knew David Gordon Green. I did not yeah. know Danny McBride was behind it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And his and his fingerprints are all over it as well. Wow. Um. So, you know, I'll say this: it's up. Obviously, it's updated. It looks great. Mm-hmm. It's you know, um, uh, this I, now I won't without going into details. The, the basic premise is that. It's been, I think, 40, 40 exactly yeah. 40 years. Yeah. And uh, and all this time, Michael Meyer has been in an insane asylum and taken, you know, captive, if you will, or you know, being cared by this lunatic doctor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and these two podcasters, because of the anniversaries, they come in and they're trying to interview, them, interview him and without fail, I think they sort of like, antagonize him in a way and you know you're you know yeah 20 minutes into the movie you're like these two are gonna probably gonna get killed and what happens is that um he finds out that uh what's her name um uh jamie lee curtis curtis and daughter are all still alive and she has a granddaughter as well mm-hmm. um and it, and he oh he basically obviously gets out and he goes to hunt all three of them Right. And you know what I'm reading? Yeah. So, okay, the one thing that – the only other thing I can contribute to this is um, th- that this is a uh, – what's the term? Retcon? Yeah. A retcon, which actually means what it, what, <laughs> what like is it again? Mili- sounds like a military um, – uh, <laughs> I know. A retroactive action. continuity, which means that <laughs> what Minky's telling you is that this picks up straight from Halloween 1. There and. But here's what I'm here's what i reading right now, that they even erased the fact that Laurie Strode is Michael Myers' actual sister, which everyone knows has been part of the storyline for years right. and years and years. And apparently right. I'm reading right now that there's a part where they take that mythology away completely. They erase it. And it's like, yeah, people used to rumor that, you know, she was his brother. She was his sister. And yeah. no, it's not her brother. And apparently it's because audiences found it to be more terrifying to know that he was attacking Laurie Strode in the first movie without any relationship at all. Like we didn't know that that was his sister until Halloween two. So essentially they have erased Halloween two throughout the rest of the, what nine Rob zombie versions and yeah, all of those things. Yeah. Season of the witch (laughs) that one didn't even include him, but um, all of that. Yeah. That didn't happen. whatsoever. Yeah. So, and so, and they, and they, what they try to create too is that, so Jamie Lee Curtis's character has been preparing for the past 40 years, right? right. She basically turns into like Sarah Connor. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right? Like just the house is like she's been like practicing shooting guns, and it's basically Sarah Connor for Halloween, okay? And so, and then she has a strained relationship with her daughter because of this, right? And she doesn't want uh, her mother anywhere near her daughter. Her you know, she's because daughter like, or granddaughter. Her daughter's in the movie too. Her daughter, so Jamie Lee Curtis's granddaughter, mm, right? Okay. Like they, she doesn't want uh, her mom, um, the daughter's mom, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter's mom, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 tainting, you know, uh, her daughter with all these crazy nonsense about he, you know, Michael Myers coming to the, you oh, know, destroying right. the family, yeah, all yeah, of that, yeah, right? Yeah. But, but the daughter is sort of she's intrigued by her grandmother, so that relationship actually is the only part of the whole story that that in fact that's the only story okay yeah. of the freaking uh, whole movie the, all the other stuff are, are barely stories they're just like right. setups to, to uh, death. Uh, <laughs> for death yeah kills and stuff like which that which is really what the first movie was about right so and slashers in general right and that's that's one of the reasons i hate them so much is because they're just not they're just a set piece set pieces for mediocre deaths over and over again and a lot of the times uh home invasion men killing women most of the time mm-hmm. and you're talking about Even this, though this movie has a lot of that. It, the slash it slashes in general mm. but yeah it, it's a here's the thing and i re, re, even though there's enough there's equal amount of men being killed by him as well but it's the uh the way he kills the women or how they die or whatever that is so much more frightening and not, not in a way like oh that's why this is horror movie is scary it's sort of i don't know it's like a it's a disturbing i'm not i can't find the right term to explain it but it's it's it's, it's weird it's like a huh. it's a stereotype you know that we are re- resurrecting um because it's if because he's not a monster mm-hmm. like a supernatural monster because he's just a human right a mental human, like a mental mental yeah mm-hmm. mental person yeah, and becomes that much more reflective of real life, of what happens right. between a relationship between yeah. Interesting. So it's like, so, um, and it was all supposed to be about Jamie Lee Curtis fighting, possibly is how I read, against <laughs> this sort of uh, 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 your typical slasher tropes. The way right? that you just said, final that. girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, all that. It doesn't. It, in my point of view. It, it doesn't happen into the last five minutes or whatever. And, uh-huh. and even that point, it's like it sort of falls flat for me, hmm. you know. Um, but now those are the stuff that that bothered me. The yeah. stuff, you know, that I like was it was shot very well. Uh-huh. Obviously, Duh. it's like Every- freaking 40 years later. Yeah. yeah, everything looks great. Right. <laughs> right. And some of the relationships of all the daughter and the mom was taken, uh, I think, was well-written. That's what I was there reading. Are a lot of, people are saying, like, the, the relationship between her character, her daughter, and her granddaughter are really strong, is mm-hmm. what some people are saying. Yeah. I mean, it's, so when everything is shit, you know, the mediocre stuff, is, it's a strong, right? The yeah. Story, <laughs> which, which we're also seeing uh, a lot of, right? Like, these strong family um, themes, like in Hereditary and Quiet Place. It's like... Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. Yes, but like, Hereditary was written really well. Oh, of course. I think, and it was I think, it was all yeah. supposed to be a family drama set inside mm-hmm. of a horror movie. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I'm saying is, like, I think what we're seeing now is less of, like, what we were talking about yesterday with the, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that there was always, like, a guy and it was all about his sexuality and, you know, him smacking asses you know and he was the hero of the film it's like now there's always some like a stronger family element to these stories so you know 
because they want us to feel for that uh, for these characters, right? Yeah. Like is we have to sort of relate to this. feel like to feel fear. Yeah, go ahead. Let me ask you this. Yeah. So the original yeah. has like a lot of the uh, the tropes too of eighties horror films where teenagers are having sex and you know they're getting killed. So is there that yeah. element in this? Like, are there a lot of teenagers? Some it gets it gets okay. it gets it plays with that a little bit, but it okay. doesn't it doesn't go too far into it. Um, and another thing that I uh, that's good about this movie is because who wrote it, who was involved. Yeah. A lot of the co- comedic lines sure. are very funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's a little black kid um, that one of the girls are babysitting. Like he was like he for me he was a highlight. Like his lines, like or or this is what this is what I love when this, when lines are written this way. It's like you, you when a character says something on the screen, you go, "That's something I would have freaking said in real life." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what I would have done. Right. You know, you're not staring, you're not yelling at the screen, going, "What are you doing, you dummy?" You know. <laughs> right. And it's like, and, and and you're frustrated by these dumb, idiotic choices that characters are making. But when they're doing what you would have done in real life, mm-hmm. you know, or things that you would have said, you know, and those things you can cheer for, right? Because you're like. Yeah, that's exactly what I've done, and 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 they were very, very, very funny. Mm-hmm. All the uh, funny jokes that he, uh, that um that he wrote for, and they really do amp up this time the body count. I think oh, there's really? like 20, they said that's like twenty some people gets killed. Oh shit! Uh, in this movie, and and they are very violent. And oh, they show wow. it. And that's one thing that's a little different. And I was like, I didn't know how to feel about, feel about that. It was they're very shocking, and there were a lot of points when people were like. Oh my god! Or ew, like how when they show his the victim's body or how they get killed, right? Um, yeah, it's really violent, huh? Uh, and which wasn't the case in um right in their first movie. Um, uh, uh, it wasn't that gory. Well, um, yeah, I mean, not really. That's, not compared to this. That's man. what I was saying yeah. in yesterday's episode. Like, arguably, season of the witch has way more gory death scenes than, like, say, mm-hmm. the chilling scenes of Michael Myers, like stabbing that person up on the wall and just standing right in front yeah. of him. You know, the light yeah. from the window behind him. So it was more like chilling death scenes than gory death scenes. That's for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I'm definitely definitely in the minority mm-hmm. um, of like people. You know, it's actually I think it's in the 90s. I think I think What's maybe it? in the 80s in the Rotten Tomato. Oh yeah, you know, like critics, right. like critics liked it as well. Sure. And talking about like resurrection of slash, get out of here! Like it's <laughs> please, I'm sure they'll make another one. It's made 175 million. They're making like a couple more, which is oh no, they already have a I sequel mean, plan for this one. I mean, which is so crazy to, to me. I mean, yeah. Um, so I uh, there's a couple like very interesting things. Okay, so the Nick Castle who had originally portrayed Michael Myers in the original film. Uh, reprised the role with, along with another actor and stuntman, James Jude Courtney. So it was Nick Castle and Jude, uh, James Jude Courtney to portray Michael Myers as well together, right? So, um, <laughs> so you're probably going to laugh at this. You're going to laugh at this. Wow. Um, okay. So, Jane, uh, what's his name? Green? Gordon Green? What's his name? David Gordon Green. David yeah. Gordon Green explained to um, them the vision for Michael Myers' mannerisms, right? And he wanted it to be like an amalgamation of Castle's original performance with the addition of an efficient cat-like movement. <laughs> so it says what? cat-like movement. So Courtney, whatever, uh, James Jude Courtney, tailored his portrayal to those specifications by observing an actual cat. Quote, 
I think cats are the most perfect hunting machines on the planet. And the beauty of it is we don't just judge a cat for what a cat does. So I sort of, you know, carried that movement and the non-judgmental approach to the way I moved as the shape, whatever that means, which I learned from my cat. (laughs) You know when, you know when like, you know I Sometimes love, and I've read creators in Hollywood. They're like they take themselves so seriously oh, that they, t- so... they tend to be in their freaking heads. Oh my God. You know, like yeah, that's what this. And they're like so talking in their own, you know, chamber, like an echo chamber. Yeah, that's yeah. what this freaking sounds well, like. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. You know, I love this. Like I did this with Pumpkinhead, where I talked about how, um, you know, the main actor went and studied like his role and how he went and bought items for himself to really get into the mindset of this character. And we, we I think <laughs> yeah. we talked about that a lot throughout this throughout these 13 yeah. movies, right? But this one is the most hysterical because you think about it, like a slasher, uh, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy, you know, they told him they were like, we want you to be a mentally handicapped guy who cannot speak. So he went and studied people at a mental, you know, a uh, handicapped facility. And this guy, he's like, look, you just need to be a slasher that doesn't talk and you just wear a mask. And he's like, hmm, what do I study for that? I guess a cat. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's so funny to me. I mean, look. And he's nothing like if you didn't know that and you watched it, you wouldn't have thought that. You just he's so stiff. He just kind of walks. <laughs> you know, apparently just like his superpower is like appearing in places you didn't think he, you know. Right, right, right. Wait, that he was there. He, just he doesn't have a superpower, there. does he? He doesn't have a superpower. No, I'm he? just saying. No, he doesn't. Oh, have, no, okay. No. They they um, re- they really ground him like a um like a human being. Even okay. though so, he's like a little too, he's huge and he's like a little too powerful. Yeah. You know, than everybody else. And one thing that bothered me was like, so he, you know, he's going around, he's killing all these people. And like the cops in this movie show the most restraint with their guns. <laughs> like, ever. like in real life, they're mm-hmm. fucking so, you know, we hear about them being trigger happy and they shoot people before mm-hmm. in you know, kids or whatever before they even know that. But no, with, Michael Myers, they're like, put your hands up or whatever, like, and they get, they walk up to him, up to you know, to to get a closer look, and of course they get killed. Right? It's like, what? Oh there would gosh. be a manhunt, okay? One of their own got killed. Like, there would be a freaking manhunt with choppers, you know, like National Guard. Like, you wouldn't be able to kill any more people. <laughs> in right. The rest of the movie. Right. Right. I was like, really? Come on. Well, and that was the thing, though. Like, he did become, this is what we were talking about with the slasher mm-hmm. themes earlier. Like, he did become a supernatural. Uh, Later on the like, series? He, you couldn't kill him. You couldn't shoot him. You couldn't do anything to him to actually kill him. He he would not die. So, you know, he, he isn't just a guy, I guess. But yeah. anyway. So there's one other thing I want to talk about. Um Yeah because I want to know if you noticed it or whatever. But obviously, you can't talk about Halloween without talking about the iconic mask, right? Like this was... Yeah. Um, and what what wasn't it in the original, like a William Shatner mask, like turned inside yeah. out? Okay. So... Oh, it was... I didn't know that. It was turned inside out? I think so. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, I didn't know that. I, okay. I hope I'm saying that right. I knew, it was, I knew it was William Shatner's mask. But, I didn't know it was turned inside yeah, out. Yeah, I think it was okay. turned inside out. So th- with this movie, of that course... That makes sense. Um, uh-huh. 
you know, the, the, the creator of this mask and the makeup effects artists that work together on it, some of the designs and concepts were initially rejected due to legal complications, which duh, like, I guess that mask was probably copywritten, um, or something. So apparently, Hmm. um, instead of trying to copy the design of the original mask, they intended on recapturing what was described as the visual feeling of it because the film is set 40 years later he studied the decomposition and wrinkling of 40-year-old masks over time while outlining uh, Myers's look. And he says, this, this guy goes, you're not just creating a mask, you're creating a feeling that you get um, that does have an expression, but also the mask looks completely different in every single angle it's ever been photographed at. And I want that feeling too. So did you feel like it was close enough to, like, did you even notice it? Like, did you question it? Was it the original or was it not? Did you think it looked different? Well, it definitely looks different. It, it definitely looks aged. Okay. Like they make they make emphasis into you know, like getting up close to it. Okay, so it's supposed and, to be the original, but they had to make it look different enough. Is that what it is? Yeah, but I don't think latex it, it made it look like a leather that was like mm. aging. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like an old leather that ages, like that's white, but then in, like in the wrinkles and the crevices, they're like dirt, so there's like it's darker. Mm-hmm. But wasn't it latex? Like, wasn't it like rubber mask? I don't know. Probably. I'm pretty sure if it's Halloween mask, it's a rubber mask, especially if it's inside out, it's all white. So I'm not sure if that's how, I don't know, who knows, maybe. If they study how latex ages, what, who am I to say that that's not the case, you know? Mm, yeah. Uh, but it definitely looks aged. Um, it definitely looks, doesn't look inside, turned inside out. It definitely looks like it forms to his face. Mm-hmm. Um, like all the little indentions and crevices and like that is still there Mm -hmm. um so it's more form fitting if you will okay (laughs) to his face um but yeah but uh, but that's about it um far away it fucking looks the same Hmm. it's only up close is when you go okay it's dirty yeah it's like it's like grimy yeah you know yeah 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 well trick-or-treat studios obtained the official costume licensing uh so they (laughs) They are using toolings of the screen-used mold uh, to adapt it for mass market sale in case you want to buy it and you want to be the new Michael Myers or the aged 40-year-old Michael – or no, how old was he probably in the first film? Like in his 20s or something? Oh, yes. Yeah. If you want to be like know, a, right? if you want to be like a 65-year-old Michael Myers this year for Halloween, go get it. <laughs> yeah, you would think, but he was uh... – he was, he was fit. So he's pretty fit for a 60-something-year-old dude. I mean, like the stuff that he was doing – like. Yeah. Picking up women and then, yeah. <laughs> oh, my last question for you. Because yeah. I know John Carpenter's always done the music for, I think, a lot of the Halloween films. Um, yeah. Like he even did the Season of the Witch score, even though I don't yeah. think he wrote it. Um, I think he, yeah, he definitely did um, the whole score for this one. How was it? Did, did it have an effect on you? Is it similar? Did they use something? Well, it's familiar. It's familiar. Right? Okay. Um, it's really familiar. And I'm not like a music aficionado to say like, oh, like, there's some change that they modernized it or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. But it is, you know, and I, I won't go into, you know, this is a conversation like for another time sure. for a longer conversation, but I think that iconic music, it complicates certain things for me about a slasher flick like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it, he, it turns him, he turns that familiar music and they only play it when he, when he appears, they don't play it any other time. Mm. Um, and it makes it, he, it's like an entrance, like a grand sure. entrance, right? So that, and that, then turn, that felt weird to you? Yeah, because every time, I think it's like, I remember th- as a kid when you like hear that music, you're like, oh yeah, it's Jason or Michael Myers, you know, he's going to do his thing. 
And then you think about it and you're like, wow, that turns him into this anti-hero type character. Mm -hmm. You're rooting for him, right? Because they're like, they oftentimes he will kill some asshole, right? Mm -hmm. That was like treating some girl badly or something like that. So he's like a Dexter. You're like, yeah, kill that dude. Yeah, but like for for a moment, right? right? Right. It's it's not, and they don't they don't spend enough time. He doesn't fucking talk, so they don't spend enough right. time, you know, of uh, creating the character enough where it's a uh, complicated like Dexter, right? Sure, sure. But then they, but it's like the music and the iconic thing, and then we get familiar with it. So then we start to, I don't know, like we have this like cheer for him because it's familiar, right? You know, and it's almost like a Stockholm syndrome, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> But it's like, we're not supposed to cheer for this guy. This yeah. guy kills, you know, some people. And, you know, like, what what are we doing? People, like, and but that's comp- the thing. Yeah. Like, people, that's, you know, like, look at the movie Scream, right? When all the kids are watching the horror movie at the party. And every time, yeah. I think they're actually watching Halloween, right? Like, they're, and every time uh, Michael Myers kills another victim, they're all like, yeah! You know, it's like, right. it's, it's just like part of the thrill of watching a horror movie right like why why Mm -hmm. did you reference the death count obviously they killed a ton of people because there's Mm -hmm. something in us that is strangely and different set and different set pieces and how they die yeah and all that and so that's why i said we like like, the ingenuity i'm not saying yeah of the murder i'm not saying it's wrong okay and i'm not saying that i just saying i'm just saying that it complicates our sort of i don't know uh feelings toward this character that we're supposed to be scared Ah, of them so complex you know, but I, I, it, I think it does it unintentionally, mm. mm-hmm. right? It, it doesn't set out to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just a, you know, so that's all. Well, uh, before we wrap it up, let's just reference the sequel. Apparently, um, Danny McBride confirmed that he and Green had originally intended to pitch two films back that would be shot back to back, but they um, ultimately decided against it because they decided that they wanted to see the reaction to this film. They were confident well they were a little too confident (laughs) and he was like uh you know what we were going to shoot two of them back to back but then we were like let's not get ahead of ourselves and he says this could come out everyone could hate us and we'd never work again so let's not have to sit around for a year while we wait for another movie to come out that we know people won't like so he's like let's learn from this see what works see what doesn't and they even said if it didn't perform well that they would not make it and it says on in october 2018 shortly after the film's opening weekend mcbride confirmed that early development had begun. Duh. They're like, we're making five after <laughs> to this. To make $170 million. Yeah. Fucking Danny <laughs> McBride. Like, they're they're like, wait, we this was only 10 mil, 175. We're making, well, how, how can we split that into, we're making nine. I mean, oh, this is like, like, they just. It's going to fund nine movies. They're basically writing their own Powerball tickets. <laughs> I mean, they're not keeping all of it, obviously. But, no, um, I know. I mean, it's What was the budget for this? Printing 10 to 15 mil. That's it? God, those sons of bitches. <laughs> I mean, again, there was a lot of marketing push, and that doesn't count for that. And sometimes the marketing is literally two to three times more than the actual budget of the movie. So, yeah, I mean, who knows how much the marketing was? I mean, they spent a lot of money on the marketing. It was everywhere. They had a gigantic um, billboard on Times Square. Oh, really? It was massive. Yeah. And I took a photo. I was going to show it to you, but then I was like, it was, you know, I was like, I don't know if she'd be interested. <laughs> and it was like, most of it was black. I mean, I was yeah. like, that's a lot of black ink they wasted for this thing. It was all black. Mm. And then with him, is it just his him knife, with and, his knife and his mask? Yeah. Is the knife yep, like that's a big it. white thing in front of his face? Well, he's holding it. Yeah, I'm looking right? at it right now, yeah. actually. Yeah. And so it was like a really long, and, and all he said was like the date that it was releasing. Yeah. That's all he said. Like, didn't say how long he was so confident in 
in their, wow. <laughs> their, in their iconic imagery. <laughs> you know, you know, we should, we should, um, even though it didn't make it on our list, it said that this, this film's, the film's weekend gross of $32 million. So it's opening weekend, it grossed 32 million. Um, mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. Whatever. I'm reading it wrong, probably. But it basically made $23.6 million more than the former number one highest grossing, uh, I think, horror film ever, which was the original Scream film. So it has uh, now taken first place. Which is another slasher film. Americans, we <laughs> love slasher films. They love it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes so much money. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you. Hey. Remember last, yesterday I asked you if you bought any candy. Did you buy candy today? I did not. <laughs> No, I'm not planning on handing out Halloween candy. You know, I'm. I, I think I'm turning into like a Grinch or something Cro- about kids. Yeah, curmudgeon. Curmudgeon is that a female? I used or male? to, guys. I used to decorate my whole house. I even made it in like a I local remember. newspaper. That was only like five years ago. Yeah, no, and I did it the first few years. Jeff, Jeff reminds me how many hundreds of dollars I spent on like animatronics and decorations. Animatronics. I, did. I do. I have a couple, I have a couple <laughs> I, animatronic pieces. I got one like dead guy in a body bag, and if you walk past him, he looks up. Uh, anyway, I have like all this shit, and Jeff's like, "What is wrong with you? Why don't you want to do it?" And I'm like. You know these kids don't deserve all that. <laughs> like, I'm such a shithead. I really am. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm turned into some weird like Grinch person about. And Jeff won't do it himself. Like he won't. Oh no, he'll. He. I feel like if he if he gets it started, I feel yeah. like you'd be like, ah, he fine. Did he did that last year or the year before that. He yeah. just like went down in the basement and got out all yeah. the bins. And I was like, let's just do half of it. So so you did, okay. did like half of it, but I don't know. Sure. This year's it's on a Wednesday. Work is busy. I don't know. You know, I got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you know, obviously, you know that for, the, for the, over ten years, I've lived in condos, and you know, mm-hmm. like they never come to my like. There's no, there, there aren't any kids that live in the condo building, like <laughs> so. I never get kids coming up knocking on the door, even though I buy candy every year. Yeah. So then I just end up eating it myself, oh, no. like I'm like, oh, yeah, so or giving it away or whatever. Totally bad. So enough. Enough. I've been tr- I've been fooled. Enough. Well, I'm hoping t- I'm hoping that everybody's listening to this episode instead of handing out Halloween to kids. What they can listen to it? Hands, Halloween. Can, what the heck? Kids. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, hopefully, you're listening to this the day after Halloween, and you handed out candy, and you were good, and you were not like me. But whatever. Um, so go watch Halloween. I'll go watch Halloween. I promise. Whenever I get the we chance, we did it. We did it again. We survived, we survived two Halloween 13, episodes. Thirteen scary days. Oh man. It's it been tough. fun. I hope everyone's enjoyed the series. You know what? Maybe now. You know it. You know it's tough. You know every every year we do it. It was like it was strong. You know, but it was it's rewarding every time. Well, here's what I will say. You you said that <laughs> I was being lazy this year when I was saying let's do. I am giving you, you ass. I'm ass? giving you ass. Come on. No children are listening to this. You can say shit. <laughs> um. So here's the thing. Uh, last year we did 31 of these, right? And we both that talked about awesome. a separate movie, which means we technically covered understand. six. Do we have lives that I don't understand how we did that? Uh, I don't know, but <laughs> it was killing me. And here's the thing, though: there were there were days where we got behind, and we would have to release like six episodes on one day, like late. So to me, we did a better job this year. We were consistent. We got one out every day. Um, there's at least 59 of you listening about every day. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I didn't have, to, and also I didn't have to like. 
cut music for that specific yeah thing right either. which took more time, time but um yeah. you know this has been fun and so here's what i will ask i'm gonna i'm, I'm going to i'm going to beg a little bit i'm gonna, I'm gonna beg the audience that if you have beg i'm gonna beg if you have not already reviewed us on itunes if you've listened to at least one of these 13 episodes and you enjoyed it i really 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 would appreciate i'm 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 like i'm asking for candy right now um would you, what about emails you forgot no listen let me finish it's <laughs> it would be really amazing if you went and wrote us a review. Um, we'd really, really greatly appreciate it. And it would help us get more listeners. So if you think that we're worth listening to and you want others to listen to us, please go write us a review on iTunes. Um, and yeah, if you want to shoot us an email, that's a secondary request. But Or post okay. Instagram on behalf of us. No, if you only have... And then tag us only, and tag us. That doesn't matter to me. If you have one <laughs> extra minute today, write us a review. I really, really appreciate it. Mickey and I, we definitely did a lot of planning for this. This has been a lot of time in our lives. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, if you do like listening to us, we really appreciate it. If you spread the word, you know, told us, told somebody about it and um, somebody that you thought yep. was a budding horror yep. lover. Especially. Yeah. What? You what? Nothing. I said, yeah, I'm agreeing oh, with I you. Oh, I thought you were saying you, you. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm saying you. Yup, yup, yup. Yep. 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 All right, guys, this is Halloween night, and we hope- she, That one's over there is Tracy, who's not giving away candy. Oh, my God. And this is Minky. Uh, <laughs> this <it>. is Minky. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Uh, bye.